You're listening to Crypto at the Ferrum Roundtable, made for the people who want to make the most out of their crypto journey with the mission of breaking down barriers to mass adoption of blockchain technology. This podcast is brought to you by the folks at Ferrum Network. All information in this podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided in this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other advice. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Crypto at the Ferrum Roundtable. My name is Tom from the Ferrum Network team. And please welcome Harrison from Virtual Versions. Hey Harrison, how's it going? I'm good, Tom. It's been a, been a busy week in Web3 as usual, but yeah, good. You? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it has actually been quite busy. It's been busy for um, for a while now, especially because, um, well, one of the most um, uh, popular topics in Web3 right now is the AI. And that's what we're here for, right? So um, before we actually dive in into virtual versions, if you can just uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself, how you, um, how you joined Web3, how you joined the crypto space, um, how did it all start? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, right now I'm I'm 24, so still still considered young. I'm not to 25 and beyond yet. But I entered crypto back in 2017. I uh, had some close friends who ran uh, a quite a large OTC desk in London. There's about 1.5 billion in assets at the time, so quite quite sizable. And that was really my first introduction into the crypto space, apart from natural family members very, very early on the day going, should I buy this? Should I not? So pretty typical intro. 2017 was a bit of a crazy time uh, for for investments and, and just across the board learning. Uh, really, introduction to crypto was then and from there really just powered into my Web2 focused business at that time uh, generated a, a real good uh, business business there turn it from zero to to an exit in just under three years. And then as soon as that exit happened, I was like, right, full time back into Web3. Let's get back in the space and actually build in that space. So, yeah, it's been a been a wild two, two and a half years, three years building the space actively, but, but a fun one at that. Nice. That's that's really inspiring. And um, for those who may not be familiar with virtual versions, um, can you just tell us a little bit more um, about what it is and uh, why did you decide to build it? Sure. So virtual versions itself starts as an avatar creation technology. So the technology allows any individual to create a realistic avatar of themselves. And we coined the phrase that it acts as the central hub for an individual's digital identity. So I started building in this kind of realm of data ownership. I mean, it's always been a massive thing in regards to Web3. We want to own what we do online. And from the Web2 business, I was kind of on the other side of it. I was running a lot of Facebook ads, a lot of Google ads, and really seeing the other side of what big data is and how how you can kind of change that as a solution. And initially started in this kind of data ownership world, a little bit boring, if I'm honest. No one really wants to manage their own data in an app at the moment. It just it isn't there. So it was like, okay, let's make this fun. How can we make something front-facing which still harnesses all the power and all the tools of data ownership as it is. 
And that's where Virtual Versions was born. So we spent a good year and a half to two years in R&D, uh, self-funded R&D by me, hiring a bunch of teams around the world to actually build this solution and make it work. And from there, it snowballed into just such a such an ecosystem of products because you can really put an avatar anywhere. So, I mean, for us, underneath all the products we build, it's all about the data ownership side, but the front-facing kind of fun side is all about this kind of hyper-realistic, super fun, engaging, creating, and uh, just pushing a real front-facing solution for the web free space because we want to be that transition, right? We want to get as many Web2 people into this space as possible and uh, stop having to say Web2 and Web3, really. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, it sounds really cool. And, you know, especially the, also, you know, generative AI is one of the hottest topics in Web3, not even just Web3. Like at the moment, it's actually uh, happening, you know, to be the bridge between Web3 and Web2 because everyone's, mm. um, you know, you don't need to be uh, into crypto and Web3 to start using mid-journey or, um, uh, you, you know, chat GPT and like everything around AI is just so hot right now. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about the, the main USBs um, that virtual versions um, has? And yeah, just let's just talk about the, the, the meat here, you know? Definitely, yeah. So generative AI as a whole, this is why I am super busy now. <laughs> it's become a trend and now it's like nonstop, which is re really good. But we, so the technology as a whole, we have the generation phase of creating your avatar, which uses more machine learning techniques rather than full-blown generative AI. Uh, and more recently, I'd say the more three to six month range, we really wanted to leverage what we can do with it. And with us, we start as this kind of social platform uh, and this central hub idea, but ultimately the bigger vision is to be able to have this ID and move across multiple different virtual worlds, landscapes, browsers, and really be completely free on where this avatar can actually be. So... That's where our AI technology come in. And we focused on, okay, we have this one data scan, this one avatar. How can we use AI to break that down to transform into multiple different frameworks with ease? Instead of, it's kind of rigid now, we're still quite gated. So an example would be you have your hyper-realistic avatar that starts in more a Unity framework, pushing to Unreal Engine 5, them kind of experiences. But then how are you going to go into Roblox or even Minecraft or them kind of virtual experiences? It's very cubist, it's a different style. And that's really where the generative AI, AI stuff comes in for us because we can create this one single avatar of yourself, but then break it down into multiple characters that can enter into any kind of 3D world environment and style very seamlessly so that was the starting point and now really it's just crazy what you can do with ai i mean we now have tools where we have your virtual version your your sort of true identity but now a whole character generation tool like typing prompts and now you have a new brand new 3d character so really leave it in the best way possible but to actually make it usable uh and really add the benefits i mean Everyone's on ChatGBT right now. It's great, but like we need to start really using this stuff and empowering it. Uh, but it's been fun for sure, definitely. Yeah, nice. I mean, well, it sounds sounds really really cool. I, I feel you know, there's a lot of uh, different projects uh, in the AI space uh, that uh, are building. 
Um, I do think that virtual versions um, uh, is is here to stay and is you know one of one of the the, the, the projects that are going to be um, successful in the space. Um, I hope so. You know, I hope so, and and I do believe that. Um, I've heard a lot of um, uh, good about virtual versions um, from uh, from Ian, from our co-founder at mm. Ferrum, um, and yeah, when I was doing my little research as well. So that's awesome. And actually, yeah, let's just dive into that a little bit as well. Um, so how uh, how did this whole partnership between Ferrum and Virtual Version started? Um, uh, did you know Ian or the guys before? How how did it all start? No, so it was a it was a warm introduction. Just for I mean, the crypto space is is still kind of small. Everybody knows everybody, and yeah, I remember being introduced and like instantly it was great speaking to Ian and Nathan on the phone. Like Ian's so bubbly, live optimistic, ready to go. And I'm kind of like that as well. It's like, look, regardless of what's going on, let's build, let's make things come together and really see what we can do. So it was really, really well received. Uh, and really the relationship's just grown. I think we're we're usually on a call every week or if not a couple of times. I'm really just solidifying in regards to the relationship. The advisory, the whole go-to-market has been super helpful in regards to how we're collaborating. And then moving into the kind of white label solutions they have on the tech side. For us, it's kind of important to have something that you can do with the token on day one, regardless of where the platform's at and what you can do. So with like the whole tech stack of of Theorem, it's just been great to actually utilize that and partnership on that side. Um, And yeah, I see it flourishing just more and more. Like the constant calls we have and the more and more we talk, we kind of align even more and more to just, feels like they're part of the team slowly. It's becoming, so it's super nice to have that kind of relationship, especially in this space. Like it's very close knit, but it's like we end up all friends at the end of it as well. Uh, But yeah, been super, super cool. Super cool. Nice. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Glad to hear that. Um, okay. And what? so what, what's next for virtual versions? Um, what can you tell us about your roadmap maybe a little bit about um, the next iteration of, uh, of, of what you want to build and how you want to approach it as well? I'm pretty sure the community is going to be um, really interested in, about, in this as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, openly, we, we've had a mixture of strategies this year. Uh, I mean, it's weird to say that it was only kind of seven months ago FTX happened and it was all kind of crazy and nobody knew what was next. So towards the start of the year, I would say we was more a tier one project focusing on tier two and three partners. And it was a bit, I mean, it was great. We we still had our community growth. We still value them, them partners that we did make. But to really exercise what we what we are as a company, how much capital has been put into it over the last three years and really what we've built I mean, the tech alone right now, we've had acquisition offers of like 30 million plus just for the tech. So we kind of need to match match what we're building with how we're going to market. So for us right now, one of the core things that people have been asking for is let's get a product beta back out. Let's showcase some of the product. Let's really sort of show people what you're made of because we had we had a closed beta last year we had around 55k sign up we got a bunch of feedback on how to build the platform stripped it apart and uh now everyone's asking to put us back together again really quick (laughs) so what's coming out now in the next sort of week or so we're going to be rolling out the the avatar creation 
kind of test flight where you can go and create your avatar, customize it, and get a whole feel of how that that actually is, the speed of it, and just really see what these avatars are like. That's really imminent. And then for us now, the go-to-market is really, really lining up uh, with, with the partnerships we're getting as well as the marketing schedule. We've utilized a, a good amount of KOLs and influencers online at the moment. I would say three to 400, but more mid-range. And we have another four to 500 to use in different regions, different specifics to, to really grow. So there's a couple of key announcements in regards to Launchpads to come up and announce. And then, as, as always, as soon as the snowball falls, it just blows. So we're kind of... We're kind of anticipating that moment as well. As soon as we get that one confirmed date, everything's just going to fly out the door really quick, which we're super excited for. But uh, I feel like we need more team members. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, you know, things things are about to get really busy um, over at Virtual Versions. So um, definitely, um, this is great. What, so how can people actually follow you guys? How can people join your community, participate in what you build in and really, you know, get, get more information on that? Mm, uh, Telegram has, has definitely been the, the, the best hub for us. We also have a Discord and we've been using uh, a Crew3 slash Zeely now, uh, which has been really, really good to build this kind of strong community where it, even the amount of, stuff that they know just running quizzes on there and understand the product has been really cool so we're on telegram and discord updates are just pretty continuous across the board in regards to both of them and what's going on and i think the most valuable new addition that we've added into kind of our weekly schedule is that every monday we are going to be releasing a pdf of the week prior it's going to show stuff like the partnerships we've made the social stats the growth the reach we've had any new partnerships and also the kind of pipeline of product development and, and where the whole business is going as well. So that's a super, super easy way to just have a quick snapshot, stay updated. And that gets put out in uh, both Telegram and Discord. So they're definitely the best places for us. Nice. I mean, it sounds sounds great. Uh, I believe that you know it's always a great thing to um, be transparent with the community and provide them with the information on a regular basis. So fantastic, um, guys that you're watching us, um, or if you listen to us on a podcast, um, uh, make sure to click on the links in the description. They'll take you over to um, uh, virtual versions, Discord, and Telegram as well. Um, perfect. And Harrison, that's been great to speak to you to have a chance, you know, um, to 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 listen to to the vision behind virtual versions and what you are um, trying, what kind of issues and problems you're trying to solve in Web3. That's brilliant. Um, do you have any final thoughts, anything else that you'd like to share with the community? Really, I'd say just just dive in and just take a look. So it, it's been, and the reason why I say that, this kind of generative AI hype, AI hype in general, it, like it can be another cloud sometimes, like all of a sudden now everybody's doing AI. And I think that just where the space is right now, it's a super good time for these kind of niche projects just to come out of nowhere. I mean, we've seen a couple in the kind of last month and a half that have just done absolutely incredible because of just delivering product quick, being in the AI time, having that real, real good market instant. And uh, ultimately, we're planning ourselves the same. Uh, final thoughts, I'd just say, yeah, just, just take a look, dive in with... 
with us and our community, we're so open. Like I'm usually on DMs as much as I can be with everything that's going on. The same with everybody about like we're here to uh, really make that close knit community answer questions and get on the phones with people sometimes as well. So yeah, like just be open to that. We have our uh, usual weekly AMAs every Friday as well. So any additional questions, jump on that. And uh, no, for now, I think we covered a good amount there, actually. Yeah, we did. We did, Harrison. Thank you so much. Um, guys, make sure um, to go and check uh, check out virtual versions, dive into what these guys are building. Um, it's super cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, that's not the, the, the last time that we're actually having this conversation here. Um, probably in a few months, we're going to have a catch up um, interview as well. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, uh, Harrison, for joining us today. Um, thank you for sharing the vision again. And have a wonderful day, um, uh, the rest of the, the day, the week. Um, yeah, thank you. Pleasure. No, pleasure, Tom. Thanks for the questions. We'll speak soon. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Amen. Ferrum Network is a pioneer in ushering in the era of interoperability 2.0. Ferrum Network's mainnet nodes and related infrastructure will bring value, data, and functional interoperability to every chain in the industry. Ferrum also specializes as a multi-chain blockchain as a service DeFi company, adding deflationary mechanisms, token utility, and advisory services to projects across the crypto space. 